forest, a large area covered chiefly with trees and undergrowth. Also a popular place for scary people to hang out in. In today's 26 podcast we listen to a short story titled, The Forest House. We join the story during a rainstorm, and listen in on a man telling his story. I sit here, writing this letter to you on a rainy day reminiscent on our past. I should have never let you go. I know that now, just as I know that life for me changed that fateful day. I was asked a question and I didn't answer, not because I didn't want to, but because I didn't know the answer myself. I should have said something. I should have stopped to think of the best way to address it. I failed at that very moment, a moment that will haunt me forever. I wish I could hold your warm hand once more. Instead, I sit here alone, staring at the jar. Your hand sits in a jar next to me, reminding me of what I once had. Does it matter that the skin is flaking off as years go by? It doesn't. I still remember the way you walked down the street on bright sunny days. The way the wind blew your hair as you sat down in the park and enjoyed the surroundings. Life was so simple then. No worries or cares. It was just the two of us, and that was fine. Why did I not see what was happening sooner? I was so consumed with what was going on at work that I didn't realize how you were changing. Life is funny that way. Throwing you for a loop when everything seems to be going great. Everything seemed to be falling into place for us. I came home on a Friday with groceries, ready to cook us a fantastic celebratory dinner. You didn't greet me at the door. I called out your name and you didn't respond. I searched our home and found you in bed, slowly breathing. I touched you and you looked at me with those sad eyes. I knew there was something wrong, but you couldn't tell me what it was. I stroked your hair to comfort you. I covered you with a blanket and went to the kitchen to prepare your favorite meal. I took it to the room and attempted to feed you. You took a bite and then nothing. I picked up the phone to call your doctor. He told me to monitor you and make sure you drank enough water. I could bring you to him in the morning. As I sat by your bedside, I noticed the rashes on you. They weren't there before. I tried to remember what could have given you a rash. Was it the previous weekend when we went to the forest for a walk? We had so much fun that weekend. We walked for hours, talking about our life, 
in our dreams. We hike for hours and stopped by a beautiful stream to have our lunch. You drank from the stream even though I told you not to. The smile you gave me as you drank from the stream told me everything I needed to know. You were happy, enjoying life. Who was I to put a stop to that? We finished our meal and took a wrong turn as we walked a trail. We ended up by a small house in a clearing. It was something straight out of a fairy tale. It was beautiful as the sunbeams caressed its shingles. The stream behind it seemed to giggle as it made its way over the smooth rocks. The flowers in front contained so many colors that it was overwhelming. Imagine our surprise when a small woman came out. She smiled at us and waved us in. Maybe we should not have gone in. Maybe we should not have gone in. Maybe I should have stopped you from drinking out of the stream. Maybe I should have not taken us to the forest. Maybe I should have never met you. Would they have changed things for us? Would you be happy somewhere else? With someone else? These questions go round and around in my head. I can't sleep or think. Everything is dark and cold and grimy without you. Why did I not stop and think? It's too late now. Would it even matter? Fickle as life can be, I would have ended up in the same place, just with someone else. I would be feeling the same pain and remorse, just for someone else. You looked at the lady and smiled. You grabbed my hand and pulled me towards the house. I didn't want to go. I knew what awaited. I had seen it in a recurring dream. It was always raining in my dream. I think the rain in my dream was a sign of how my life would be dreary and gray without you. You asked me why I didn't want to go in. I didn't answer. I just knew it was something that we shouldn't do, but could not express to you why. You let my hand go and went inside. I stood there feeling the warmth of your hand dissipate from mine. My hand grew colder the longer I stood out there without you. My feet would not move. My entire body stood frozen. I willed my feet to move forward, to go inside with you. My brain said no. My heart screamed yes. I needed to go inside, and yet my brain did not let me. My heart broke at that second, as survival took precedence over love. Tears streamed down my face as my broken heart let me know that life would be different. I could not explain why I felt that way, why my body was repulsed by the house and did not, would not, go inside or look at that small woman with the insidious smile.
I started to remember all of the plans we had of the love that I had for you. I remembered the pregnancy kit. It was at that moment that my heart grabbed the reins and my feet began to move at a rapid pace, propelling me forward into the dark doorway of the house. I entered only to find you laughing and having a conversation with a small woman while you drank a cup of tea and ate what seemed like small pastries. You smiled at me and introduced me as your husband to the small woman. Her eyes bore into mine, a warning passing between us. I cleared my throat and reminded you that we needed to start heading back. It would be dark soon, and we didn't want to get stuck out there in the dark. You looked at me with so much love. You said goodbye to the small woman, and we made our way out. The small woman grabbed my shoulder and whispered into my ear as I made my way out. Fear grabbed a hold of my heart as she whispered, It's too late. We made our way back to the car in a few hours, continuing our light conversation about the show we were watching together. We also discussed the Asphalt Plains episode of 26 Podcasts. You liked the idea of cars and highways being compared to animals in an African plain. You were so happy. Your smile put me at ease. We made our way back home, the house in the woods, and the small woman forgotten. Put a cool, damp cloth on your forehead, since you know I had a fever and the rashes were worsening. This could not wait until tomorrow. I tried to get you to sit up, to walk with me to the car so we can go to the emergency room. You wouldn't budge. Your eyes now were cloudy, and the normal, beautiful hazel eyes had lost their color, going almost gray. I carried you to the car and drove to Newman General Hospital. We made our way to the emergency department and were attended to quickly. That was 26 months ago. I lost the love of my life, an unborn child that day. The hospital had no explanation of what happened. You were there one minute in the room, and the next, you were gone. There was no way you could have left on your own. You couldn't walk, and the hospital cameras did not see you leave the room. I knew where you had gone, but no one would believe me. I've been out to the woods every day since. I can't find that path, but I know it's there. The small woman has a lot of explaining to do. I know she's the one that left me the jar with your hand in it on our doorstep. I know it was her. I had a dream last night and saw you with a little baby girl in the woods. You were sitting in the meadow by that house in the woods. You were happy. The small woman standing nearby smiling at the two of you. 
I think that she saved you. I think she knew that you drank from the stream. She knew there was something in the water that you should not have touched. She saved you in her own way. And the cost was your hand and my heart. I'm going to find you and my daughter if it's the last thing I do. That was a good story. I don't think I'm ever going to the forest by myself again. I hope he finds his wife and daughter. The spooky small lady better stay away from me. Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends to listen to 26 podcast. Thank you for listening to 26 podcast. Please leave us a five star rating on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen. Did you know that we have a Patreon page? You can send us one-time or monthly support by visiting www.patreon.com slash 26podcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash 26podcast. You can also now wear a t-shirt showing your support by going to happyfacespace.com and buying some of our fantastic merchandise. Be the first of your friends drinking from a 26podcast coffee mug while wearing a 26podcast t-shirt. Also make sure to visit our website at 26podcast.com. Some of us like to read your emails, so keep sending them to info at 26podcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at 26podcast.